Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Sincerely Leah Ray. I am LaDerek Rayel. I'm Aaliyah. And today we are going to be talking about the struggles of adulthood. Woo-hoo. Because if it ain't one thing. It's an, an, another. Listen, another. <laughs> but before we get into that, we want to, you know, thank you guys for tuning in and make sure you subscribe, share, and rate us on all platforms for podcasts all today. We will be drinking um, Black Girl Magic made by the McBride Sisters, two black women. So make sure you guys go ahead and invest. The wine is pretty good. We bought two bottles, one rosé <laughs> and one wrestling. Wrestling? How do you say that? Yeah, so we just got the we just finished the rose, you know, before we started, you know, to get us a little going about this adulthood, honey, because we had an adult day. So I guess we should start off with like the biggest transition from graduating from college to being an adult. I mean, because we were kind of adults in college. Like, okay, so let me back up. I appreciate going to college yeah. because it gave me the time to be kind of an adult, but still a kid. So like I had to pay my own rent, but my rent was like three ninety five, and I had to pay like my car note and stuff like that. But I didn't have like utility bills or car insurance. My mom helped me out with that. So I didn't have like a lot of real bills, but I had some bills. So it gave me a little put in and be like okay this is how you have to budget this is how you have to live your life and you still have some independence but I'm not totally 100% an adult but now honey at 25 we are full adults with all the bills and this ain't cute my mama didn't tell me nothing about this like I wasn't I don't know about you Ray but I wasn't one of those girls that was our kids that was like I can't wait to be an adult I never said that I did. like I never oh you did I never was like, oh, I want to be grown. Da, da, da. I never said that because looking at my mom, that shit look hard. It looks stressful as hell to be an adult and to have everybody be looking at you. For me, it was because I was ready to <laughs> move away. Oh, I was ready to leave, but I wasn't ready to be an adult, though. I was like, I can't wait till I'm a girl. I ain't going to ever come back home. I ain't mm. going to ever do this. I ain't going to ever do that. Listen, sweetie. Now look at me. Ask her, when can I move back here? Okay, look, I lived with my mama for eight months to save up to buy my house. And now I'm like, why did I leave? Why did I buy a house? Who said I should get a mortgage? Who said, like, who did this? Like, let me tell y'all something. This is going to be my note of the day. Don't purchase anything if you are not ready. I was ready to buy a house, so I'm not telling y'all, like, that I'm, you know, dying in debt. Like, all my bills is paid. Everything's good. But it's a different kind of bill when like you can't go to the office and tell them you know that you did too much shopping online and you need to pay your rent a little late to try to get out of the late fee because the mortgage company doesn't care sweetie at all and when your toilet breaks you gotta do that and when your hot water heat breaks you gotta do that my grandma keep asking me so when you go buy a house Girl, I'm a rent for a little while. Listen, there is nothing wrong with renting. Let somebody while. else have Let that responsibility. Find me a right, okay. Please have a rooftop. Please have you yeah, a floor to ceiling window. Cause I'm ready to come over and take pictures. <laughs> Listen, because being an adult, like I don't know if we have any teenage listeners, but if we do, please stay home for as long as you can. And for those adults who are at home, please know that I am not judging you. And it is okay that you still live at home. Live at home for as long. Oh, oh are you judging them for living at home? Man, you about 40 kids. See, that's different. That's different. I'm talking about the people that's like 
you know, our age, 25, 26, and you're saving your money, you know, living at home. If, if your parents pay some of your bills, don't be ashamed of that either because- Chantel paid my uh, car insurance. I'm so I wish that one of my parents paid one of my bills, honey. I would be so forever thankful. I probably shot them out every day on all my social media. But I love you so much. Thank you so much. I do love them, but listen, don't be too don't be too anxious to be an adult and don't let social media push you to do things that you're not ready to do. Because social the social media peer pressure is real. And I know for for me it's sometimes it's hard because it's like Dang, I look at people that's younger than me doing better than me. And I'm like, damn, I'm an adult too. Like I'm trying to, but everybody has their own path. Everybody has their own way that they're supposed to go. So don't let these folks push you into buying a house just because you see people buying a house. Don't let these push people push you into getting a wedding. You don't know how much debt they in right now. And that's why they can't do nothing for the rest of the year. Cause they didn't pay $50 million on a wedding that they couldn't afford. <laughs> Listen, cause let me tell you something. Them gifts is not gonna equal the cost of that wedding. A word. But I like being an adult. I do too. I struggled at first with the whole concept of being. What do you think makes you an adult? How about that? Because I think if you live with your parents, you're still an adult. But what do you think makes you an adult? I mean, of your age, off, off, real. So then what age? Because 18, I was a child, honey. I would say once you hit like a smooth 23. (laughs) Smooth 23. Only because like some people, like I was still in college. I didn't graduate until I was like, what, 21? Mm -hmm. So still at 21, I was benefiting off of my mom and my stepdad. So I didn't have much to worry about. Like I was married at 21. Oh, married at 21, you was grown. (laughs) It was still stuff that. You know, I depend on my mom and my stepdad and my dad and stepmom to do for me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that transition from college to now you're no longer in school. This is all on you. Like you don't got classes to go to. You can't build your schedule around your college schedule anymore. Like you literally have to work every day. You have to strive every day to get stuff on your own. Like, you gotta cook every day. I think that's the worst thing about being an adult is cooking. I Listen, fried chicken. Listen, (laughs) dress for success Wednesday with the fried chicken. Listen, y'all. I understand why. I understand why people pay people to make their meals. Like I meal prep now. I done figured it out. I meal prep now, but before I was meal prepping, sweetie, cooking every day is beyond me. I don't know how my mama was doing it. My mama cooked every day. I just pray that by the time I have kids that oh, my kids. I develop some patience with cooking because it's a once a week thing. Like, you be eating now? No, like I don't eat out. Like since I started back my vegetarian kick, like I buy like veggie burgers and stuff like that. So I just pop it in my air fryer and call it a day. I love my but, air like, fryer. As far as cooking a whole meal that I like, mm, it's like once or twice a week. Like set this past Saturday, the brunch I cooked that, and I was like, "Oh, oh his brunch was so good, I y'all." Never again. Like, this is too much. <laughs> oh, it was so good. I hope he do it again next month. So good. <laughs> ah. So we said age. So twenty three, you're an adult. But what about your choices? I feel like when you're, I feel like when you're, when you choose your needs over your wants, that's what makes you an adult. Because sometimes, like today, I went and bought some shoes because I needed some shoes. Um, and I saw a purse that I wanted, but I was like, do you need that purse? 
And I was like, no, but you need groceries. So I didn't buy the purse so I could buy groceries. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, I could just starve a little bit and have this cute purse. <laughs> but being an adult, you have to make those tough decisions. And it might seem silly, but it it really, it really, life is really like that sometimes where you have to put your wants aside because your needs are more important. Like nothing comes before my bills. Like, I don't know how people, like, I feel like if you put your wants before your needs and you're not an adult, I feel like you're still making childish decisions and you're still a child because I'm not putting nothing before my bills, honey. My bills is going to be paid and then I'll do something. (laughs) Wait a minute, see, he's not an adult America because that is a childish decision. You have to pay your bills first. Uh-uh, my bills is getting paid regardless. And I hate owing people. No. Georgia Power. Oh, he got them candles. That's what it is. He just bought some candles. Uh-uh. You got to make... I feel like, especially when I bought my house, like, I feel like I really was an adult when I had to buy a hot water heater and a toilet. I was like, I am literally in Home Depot purchasing a toilet. That is insane to me that I am literally purchasing a toilet at 25. I'm an adult. I'm, I'm in here making a decision off of what kind of flush do I want? <laughs> do I want the pee and the poop flush or do I want the regular flush? Like these are the kind of decisions that I'm making right now at 25. And I'm like, but everyone else is living their best life, going to Peru and Abu Dhabi and I'm buying a toilet. I know for me, I can say because since, like since I'm a teacher, I make decisions for everybody, everybody all day long. It's comforting for me to come home <laughs> and not have to have, like, if something messed up, yes, yeah, inconvenience, but I ain't gotta sit here and worry about how to pay for it. I feel that. It. Like, I'm gonna call my lease and I was like, look, this messed up, I need y'all to put in an order to come fix this like, tomorrow because I need it. Right, or I'm not gonna and pay my rent. to me. Ain't nothing wrong with so, that. So, like, I commend everybody who's in their 20s. Hell, anybody who done bought a house because I ain't ready. Oh, this ain't nothing wrong. And and I don't think, and I don't think when people say like, oh, you don't have a house yet, you're not grown. That's not fair. That's not fair because it's grown people. Mine, I have an aunt who has never purchased a home. Never. And she's in her 40s. She's still an adult. Also, being an adult, I think just because you don't have kids, that doesn't make you not an adult. I hate when people be like, oh, you don't got kids. You're not an adult. What? That's not fair. Like, how do you know I didn't try and it just didn't work out for me and now I'm not an adult? Right. Just because you got badass kids means that you're an adult? Like, that's not fair. At all. It's not fair to try to say I don't have kids. I want kids. Oh, you want kids? I want kids. I'm just, you know. Oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can have kids. It's right now. It's just oh, a different, you know. I gotta plan this out to the T. <laughs> Ooh, y'all, the wrestling by the Black Girl Magic is really good. So make sure y'all try them out. Um, I want kids, but I gotta be married first. Listen, I'm not having no kids without a ring because you're not gonna leave me hanging. And then I'm really adulting out here trying to thug this thing out by myself. Oh no, sweet, you're gonna be in this with me, crying with me, with this baby. But I just hate when people be like, oh, you're not an adult because it is. You're not an adult because of that. Like being an adult does not mean that you have kids. Being an adult does not mean you have a house. Being an adult means that you are responsible for you. Yeah. And you're responsible for a majority of you. 
So like you said, your mom pays your car insurance. That doesn't make you less of an adult than me. Listen, if KP want KP, if you listening, you want to pay my bills, baby. My mom ready for it. Me too. <laughs> Listen, add me to your insurance, sweetie. I'm here for it. But I think the biggest thing about adulthood that got me is that sometimes when you call your parents, like you still have to figure it out. Because I called my mom like with any little thing. Like I remember I got my tax bill and it was like $2,000 and they wanted it by October 31st. And I called my mom and I said, um, mama, they want $2,000 by October 31st and I don't have it. And she was like, oh no, your mortgage company pays that. I was like, see, without you, where would I be? Pulling my hair out right now. So like, I feel like, and it's in, but in other instances, I'll call my mom about something going on with the house. She's like, well, you need to figure that out. And I'm like, wait a minute, you're not gonna help me? You're not gonna help me figure it out. You're my mommy. And it's like, girl, you're an adult. You have to figure that out. Yeah, and Chantel be like, so what you gonna do? Right. I'll be like, just you ever try to right? Are you please? For what? Tell me what to do. I know what I said. I know what I said before that. I didn't want you to tell me what to do. I didn't want you making decisions for me. But can you just one time just make that decision for right. me? Right. They like, I no, it's, they be like, it's all or nothing. Either you give me all did control or no control. Did you make that decision? No, you didn't. Right. My mama no, swear. Didn't. My mama swears any good decision I made, she put the nugget in my head first. <laughs> and I'm like, KP, maybe, but I'm not going to say it in public at all. But what would you say was the hardest, is the hardest thing so far about you being an adult? Like, um, for me personally, it's juggling your work, your personal, your friendships, uh, your family. That is whew. a struggle. I'm um, struggling, Ailey. I'm the king of making to do lists. Oh, listen. <laughs> I'm glad notes don't overflow. <laughs> I put it in my phone. Like from you, I learned to put stuff in my calendar. That has helped me. Oh, I live by my calendar. If it's not on my calendar, I'm not doing it. But it's been a struggle. Cause I'll overbook myself and I don't do that no more because now I put it on my calendar. Like even today, like I told her, oh my God, we forgot about it. I had this meeting. I can't do this for you. But we can schedule it on this day if that works for you. Like it's just, I. It's not a responsibility. It's a lot. They need to train you. They need to have a adult one-on-one class in college. I really feel like that should be your last semester of college. For like real. Adult transition. Because they don't teach you this stuff. It's kind of like you got to figure it out on your own. They're just throwing you out. Like, okay. For real, like college did not prepare me to be an adult. Like, I went to Georgia Southern University, go Eagles. And they did not prepare me either. Like... My mama prepared me. Like, my mama taught me how to balance a checkbook. My mama taught me about paying your bills. And then she taught me, like, what happens if you don't pay your bills? And what's going to happen? They're going to pick your car up. And they're going to take your house. And they're going to cut your lights off immediately. But college did not teach me that. And college should. Because you're paying them thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. They should at least teach you how to survive. Not just teach you how to do calculus. One thing I'm going to say. Mm. When I was at West Georgia, I started off there as a Y'all are hot Ain't nothing wrong with that. I started no, just, at FVSU. So I started at West Georgia up in Carroll. Mm-hmm. It was a cake. Like, granted, classes were rigorous, but as far as what I needed, it was always available to me. Then that second semester, I transferred to Fort Valley, and I was there that 
spring and that fall season. And I tell you, I had no choice but to grow up because my mama can't go from the eight from the drive two and a half hours to come to Fort Valley to figure out what's going on with my financial aid. She ain't finna. I had to do all of that. I had to be the adult and. That kind of taught me, like, okay, you need to figure out stuff for yourself. You need to self-advocate. Then, after I left for about, I went back to West Georgia for a semester. And it was a cakewalk again. Like, everything's figured out. I didn't have to worry about anything. I didn't have those pressures. And then, I transferred again. And I went to Clayton Ain't State. Ain't wrong with that. And when I was at Clayton State, I stayed on campus for, like, a semester. And then I got my own apartment. And even then, it wasn't still the real deal because... I was in school. I was getting that refund check. What I didn't have to pay. Can we pause on the refund check? Because. Well, I mean, I get them. Baby, I'm going to give me one on November 28th. Listen to me. (laughs) I can't wait to get this refund check, baby. And the IRS government department of education. We don't know, y'all. This is Lee and Ray. Lee and Ray. That's our name. (laughs) But go ahead. You know, so I paid my bills with my refund check. It wasn't anything coming out of my personal check that I had to pay because I paid up all my bills with my refund check in advance. I should have did that. I did not do that. That's smart. Why you didn't tell me to do that? You're not a real friend. Let's talk about that next. Go ahead. That's smart, though. After that, after graduation, it was like, oh, this is on you. Period. You don't have a refund check to depend on to catch you. It's not your safety net no more. That's that why I'm still in school now. Was hard. A refund check is a safety net. I'm not even gonna cap. And I don't know. I just feel like that last semester of school, they should give you adult transition classes. They like, should. How do I do taxes? How do I pay bills? How do I make sure I'm caught up? How do I do X, Y, and Z? It's like yeah. They don't. Nothing prepares you for what it's like in the real world. They just prepare you for your Unless job. You had Barely that. Life and you had to figure it out since you were a kid. Mm-hmm. But when you don't have that and your parents do everything for you up until a certain point it's like okay so what's new right what do i do now right and i think that was hard for me and then on top of that that transition from college to adulthood and you figuring out everything by yourself figuring out my friendships was hard as fuck oh adult friendships talk about it Lederic. i mean ray (laughs) (laughs) so for me, like you, you know, you and I, we became friends when I was still in Fort Valley, but you were at Georgia. So, and that's because right. we were in a bigger friend group. Right. So, I was used to talking to everybody every day. We were in a group chat together, had a whole group meeting. Yeah, literally every day, all, all day long. We went to party together, we went mm-hmm. out together. It was like, that was my safety net, that was my family, that was everything. To yeah, me. all your secrets. Oh, Jesus. Tell my secrets y'all want to. I don't care. <laughs> I know y'all do. <laughs> but um, it was hard because... It was hard to what, let them go or what? I mean, it was hard to... Keep them? Keep them, to mm. let them go, to realize that it was no bad blood, that it was, people just grow apart. Like, you realize, like, okay, the dynamics have changed. We no longer have stuff in common. We don't have that same, like, one thing that's holding us together, which is cool, which... Like, I say people in college, like, a lot of them become friends because you have a mutual trauma, a mutual understanding, a mutual location. Mutual trauma. Together. And after that, when you start doing things differently and you start going in different paths, 
it's hard. Like, even now, it's still hard because, like, you and I, we don't have kids. And then Quan, he doesn't have kids, but he lives in Fort Valley still. And then our friend Rachel, she has three babies. So it's like we're all beautiful babies on different paths, and it's hard for us to like mesh because we're in so many different things. Mm-hmm. And like right now, like you, like you, Rachel, and Quan are like my closest friends. Yeah. And then you know I still have my other friends like Nora and Jamara mm-hmm. and all that, and then my friends that I've made from work. Yeah. Family. Right. Yeah. So, sure, they are. It's like. Y'all know how I am. <laughs> it's like, you know, the ones that I'm no longer friends with, it's like, oh, man, I miss you guys at times. Oh, you like, missed them? Mm-hmm. When I look through, like, pictures and stuff, I'm just oh, like, oh, I don't oh, have I no pictures of them in my phone, so. We had so much fun. We were babies. We did this together. And now it's like, I wish you guys the best. Once I realized that your college friends, that all they want to talk about is college, it was like, you need to refill your wine glass. That's one. And then two, like, <laughs> I got to keep him on track. Y'all got to be his adult. But, um, ah, look, peer pressure. Um, <laughs> but um, once I realized that they only want to talk about certain things or their life wasn't progressing in the same way. And I'm not saying that people got to be at the same level as you. I'm not saying that. Everyone's on their own path. Everyone's on their own track. God has what is for you is for you. And the way he wants you to go is the way he wants you to go. But for me, like, I'm, I'm a very aggressive friend. So if you tell me that you have a goal, then I'm going to remind you of that goal whenever I'm around you. And then when I ask you about that goal and I start feeling like you're aggravated or I start feeling like you're not even motivated to go across that goal, I don't understand that. And I don't understand that because of the type of person that I am. Like I'm a very aggressive person with my own goals. So if I feel like our relationship is like us talking about the good old days, like I don't want to talk about how we got so drunk in 2012, 2013. Like it's, it's, it's 2020. Like I want to talk about how we're moving forward in life. Like what's the next step in your life? What's the next step in your career? What's, what do you want out of your personal life? Like, what do you want to do next week? Like that's the kind of stuff I want to talk about. Like I can't, I can't keep trying to continue this relationship where it goes nowhere. Like I don't have any bad blood with any of my old friends, but if, if our relationship was just for that season, then I appreciate for that season because it was definitely some friends that I had in college that I am so thankful that I had them because they got me through some really rough times and they were some people were 100% there for me. And I can understand if we just grew apart and I don't hold that against them, but now my adult friendships, like I need people that are gonna be here for the long haul because like I said, in our relationship um, episode, which y'all should definitely listen to episode two, um, I talked about how I want my friendships to be more like family because I wanna, when I have kids, I want my kids to know who their auntie and uncles are that aren't their blood but i want them to see my friends as that because i don't want to i don't need like a bunch of friends like i don't need a bunch of people around me like for my close friends that aren't my blood would be Laderic and deja those are the two people that i literally talk to every single day and then my sister you know she's one of my really close friends too but she's my blood she but like in my adult friendships, it's like I need to be able to talk to you about whatever, whenever. And not to say you need to talk to me on the phone all the time, but that we can talk about politics, that we can talk about pop culture. We can talk about, you know what, why this person on 85 is jumping out their car and booty shaking. Like I need to be able to talk to you about anything, not just about 2012 and 2013, because baby, I don't live there anymore. Right. 
And I can't try to continue a relationship with you when you're still stuck in the good old days. Like, even high school friends, like, I, so it's so many people I went to high school with, and I don't know if y'all listen, I hope y'all do, but y'all are doing some really amazing things. And I repost people when I see their businesses, and I really do support y'all 100%. But I'm not friends with anyone that I was friends with in high school anymore. And I think that's just because life happens and I don't have any bad blood with any of them. I wish them all the best. We still communicate via social media. It's just now our lives are, like you said, just going different places and everybody's different. But for me, I think the hardest part of being an adult was learning how to say no, because I used to be such a yes woman that I would say yes to anything. And I think that's how I used to get affected by peer pressure was people ask me to do stuff and I would do the stuff they wanted me to do out of wanting their acceptance or wanting to still be their friend or not wanting them to be mad at me. I would do things that I honestly did not want to do. And being an adult now, I've learned how to say no. And that was the biggest lesson I ever had to learn because learning your boundaries and respecting your boundaries is the best thing that you can do for yourself. Because if you don't respect your boundaries, then they're not gonna respect your boundaries. Cause someone is only gonna do, people can only do what you allow them to do. Other than, you know, kidnapping you, rape, none of those things count in what I'm talking about. But personally, people can only do to you what you allow them to do. So you have to, you know, identify what your boundaries are as an adult. Because there's certain friendships that even as an adult, I've had to let go because it's like, no, like I'm my own woman. And if I say that I'm not taking another shot, I'm not taking another shot. If I say I'm not going out, I'm not going out. If I say that I'm going home because I have a career, then guess what Aaliyah's doing? She's going home. And if you don't like that, then that means you don't respect my boundaries. And what the problem is, is you want me to disrespect myself to do what you want me to do. And guess what's not happening? That. And guess why it's not happening? Because I'm an adult. And that's why I say it. Being an adult means that you're accountable for you. That's what I define as being an adult, is you are accountable for you and you're accountable for your actions because being an adult also means you can't pop off all the time when people piss you off listen god that's why god made twitter and it's crazy because <laughs> i'm so calm all day with my students and my co-workers like it's times when i'll be listening to them like I love being an adult, don't get me wrong. Amen. I would not freedom. go back to Oh, you know people be like, oh, I wish I could go back to high mm-hmm. school and college. Mm-hmm. Hell no, I'm not going back to them raggedy broke ass days. <laughs> Hell no. If I woke up and this was all a dream, I would know what to do differently, how to maneuver differently, and what decisions to make and what not to make to ensure that I was better in the future. But Listen. Being an adult is very Listen, I'm learning who not an adult. As an adult. Yeah. Some people that's 50 years old, not adults. Yes, sir. 50 years old and still a child. Still making dumbass decisions. Because, you know, working this business, I hire girls who be 40-something years old and then don't show up the first day at work. But you told me you was broke yesterday. So is that a good adult decision? I don't 
immediately. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's just yeah, take it day by day. Yeah, that's nothing. That's what it is to to be an adult. You taking it a day at a time, figuring it out. Like we can plan as much as we want to. We can think that we have it under control as much as we want to. But we don't got shit under very control. Very unpredictable. It is some things that will happen to you that will humble you in 30 seconds and you don't even know. That auto pay. Baby. That auto pay from my damn security system on this house. <laughs> I be like, damn, y'all got y'all took y'all $50 immediately, y'all. Like, y'all didn't pass go, collect $200. Y'all didn't tell me nothing. Y'all didn't send me an email. We can take the money tomorrow. No, nah, that joke was gone. I was like, woo. Woo woo. That's how you know you were adult. When that auto pay come out and you just be like, you know what? Take y'all money. I don't even care. I've been trying to read. I stop auto pay because I need to be in control. <laughs> I think I have a control problem, but Listen, that's just me. Since the pandemic, I done tried so many times to tell them I'm having a financial um, hardship. And then folks told me, no, ma'am, you better pay your bills. <laughs> I'm like, dang, like, that's messed up, dog. Like, what if I was really having a financial hardship? That's why you gotta stay prayed up. Get to know the Lord, y'all. Yes. Well, you guys, we are going to take a quick break. This first part before the break was playful and oh, we're gonna get down to business. But part two, we are going to hit the hard stuff. We're going to talk about ooh, the struggles, the real struggles, the emotional and y'all ready to cry struggles of being an adult refill your wine glass ready to talk about it. we getting real 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 you're beautiful back you guys thank you so much for being patient with us on our break we are going to jump right in to it boom because we're talking about adult romantic relationships and thinking about my past relationships like college and high school i had no business being a girlfriend at all because being somebody's girlfriend is a lot of responsibility. Like you're responsible for their emotional well-being, their physical well-being. And maybe I'm over maybe what I define as being a girlfriend isn't what you define as being a girlfriend or a boyfriend. But because of what I define as being a girlfriend and what I want my role to be in your life, I had no business being anybody's girlfriend. And that's why I got my heart broken because I was doing too much too soon. And so if we do have any young listeners or any listeners period that are not in a relationship please take your time so now i'm 25 and i'm single 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 and like i'm single like I, when i say single 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 i'm not saying that like hit me up in my dms because don't um but what i'm saying is that i don't have any like residue with any exes and it's the first time i've ever been single enough to where i'm not like there's not an ex i'll fall back to or an ex that i'll that i that i would give a second chance to right now 
uh, or ever. I'm not giving none of my exes second chances because what I've learned is that an ex is an ex for a reason. And nine times out of 10, the reason why y'all broke up is the reason why y'all gonna break up the second time. And that's just me speaking from my experience. And so, listen, and so now, and so now I'm trying to redefine what it means to be an adult. And listen, dating in Atlanta, Georgia, I don't know where y'all live, but dating in Atlanta is hard because the ratio, I think what I heard is 10 single women to one man. And that's insane to me because that means we all fighting for the same dudes. And I'm not going to fight for no dude, period. That's one. But then two is like not even fighting, but you have to compete or try to make yourself stand out or I don't know. Dating is hard. So I've never really dated because all of my relationships were when I was in college. And um, I just I'm, this is my first time like actually having to meet people like basically on the street, not saying I'm meeting hobos or anything like that. But I'm just saying like this is my first time having to meet people like super organically, not not because of situation. It would be because of, I guess, circumstance now. Because it's not because we live, we are on the same campus. It would be because, oh, I met you at the library, or I met you at the grocery store, or I met you somewhere. Um, so it's hard too for me to be like, okay, like, do I let somebody come to my house after a week, or do you have to go on five dates, or are you allowed to kiss me, or can we hold hands, or what does it mean to be an adult in dating? And it's hard. So like now I'm dating and Ladera will tell y'all like sometimes I get scared. Like my biggest fear right now is being hurt again. So when I start feeling like, and I'm an overthinker as well. Like I'm a professional overthinker certified PhD in overthinking. <laughs> and so Ladera will tell y'all like sometimes I will get caught up in my own thoughts and will psych myself out in a situation that might be really good because you did one thing and it gave me PTSD back to the thing that happened to me before. And that's not fair to the person that I'm dating now because like, you don't, you don't deserve that. But I don't know, like dating as an adult is hard. And it's like, now it's like, I know the woman that I am. I'm comfortable with who I am as a woman. I'm comfortable who I am in my skin. I know who I am and I know what I want. So now it's like, if I feel like you don't, you're not showing me the qualities of what I want. I just want to bounce. And Ray, along with my sister, is like, you got to give stuff time. Like, everything is not just going to click off at the beginning. And I'm like, no, I want the Cinderella effect. I want to be able to look a person in their eyes and then forgot to be like, boom, this is the one. Like, I want that moment. And it's like, am I okay if that moment doesn't happen and then happens later? I don't know. It's just, I feel like I have so many unanswered questions. And I wish there was just a rule book to dating as an adult because... It's hard to know. It's hard to know if people are genuine or like, yeah, it's really hard to know if people are genuine because I feel like I'm a very genuine person. I don't know, Ray, do you think I'm a very genuine person? And it's hard to be genuine, not to know if other people are being genuine or if they're just playing with you because I get mad easily. And if you playing with me or I feel like you playing with me, now I want to fight. And now, and I, and I want to cut you off and I want to block you on everything and I never want to talk to you again. And I hope your car turns into a pumpkin. <laughs> but it's hard dating as an adult and I feel like I feel like dating as an adult you have to be willing to meet a couple of busters before you find your prince or princess or queen and king like I feel like you just you have to be willing to fall to find the one and I feel like I'm tired of falling
And that's probably my biggest dilemma with dating and getting to another relationship because like not the social media way but i'm ready to be somebody's wife because i'm celibate so i'm ready to bust it down you know what i'm saying (laughs) so like i'm ready to be with one person for the rest of my life like i'm actually ready for that commitment huh i said i want to be married and bust it down (laughs) after i'm married she can respect that kp you know i love you mama She'll be happy that I'm waiting. Um, oof. for me, when it comes to personal relationships as being an adult, I know my biggest struggle for me is realizing the things that I wanted a few years ago are no longer the same. And I think that's been my hardest struggle, like trying to find that that solid ground to stand on in, in, in my relationship because when we started talking it was built on toxic stuff it was mm. it was fun then but now we're adults and now we have other things going on and now we're looking for that stability and that that comfort and that understanding and love and all that great stuff and it's like oh. mm. Why didn't we talk about this first? Why didn't we think about this first? And it's because at that, at that age, when, you know, like I said, I told you guys in episode two, I got married at 21. Right. And young, young. So my mindset at 21 is not the same at 25. Right. And so a lot of stuff that we encounter, a lot of stuff that we deal with, it's a struggle because we didn't take the time to talk about those things. And I'm not just going to say my marriage is shit. Like every marriage has problems. Every marriage, has, you argue, you go through things, and we're human. So I don't ever fault him for feeling the way he does, and he doesn't fault me for feeling the way I do. That's good. And it's just hard because now you realize as an adult, like these are the things that you want, these are the qualities that you want, and when you express that, it's like, okay, are you gonna do it or you're not gonna? Do because your relationship has gone from. Not no disrespect, but like childhood to adulthood, kind of. Yeah. So you've you've seen the differences. Yeah, and it's like you have to learn that person all over again because mm. they're no longer the person that you met five years ago. They're no longer that person that you were attracted to because of the toxic shit that was going on in your relationship. Right. You are in a committed relationship. You're married, like. You gotta talk, you gotta think about things, you gotta plan, you have to make decisions, not just for the right now, but for long term. And I think that that's one of the things that I struggle with because it's like, for me, I will say this, and I'm sure he's comfortable with me saying this. I used to be ready to walk away at a (laughs) drop of a dime because I know my worth. I know who I am as a person. I know what I'm comfortable with. I know what I'm not comfortable with. In the beginning, no, I was not. Mm -hmm. I just brushed off a lot of stuff. I let stuff go, moved on to avoid arguments. But now as an adult, I speak on things. I say, okay, this is what's bothering me. This is what's not bothering me. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. Mm -hmm. And 
before it used to come off as an argument, but now as an adult, I'm listen, I'm not arguing with you. I'm talking to you. I'm telling you these things for a reason because I could easily hold it in and and not talk to you about anything. And then out of the blue, I'm like, hey, I'm leaving. And I ain't gonna ever talk to you again. Right. So that's how like, I feel now. It's difficult maneuvering adult relationships because you're forever evolving. You're forever changing into a different person. And not just say like you're changing into a different person because you just woke up one morning and you said, oh, I'm going to be different today. No, right. you're changing into a different person because of your life circumstances. Everything is exactly. going around in the world and around you personally and professionally. Like it's shaping and molding you into another person. And so you want your personal relationships to... <laughs> to move in that same direction like okay we started here but we need to be here at this point we need to get better right now and yeah. I think that that's been a struggle I'm not gonna lie that's been a struggle because we're two different people we have two different mindsets and things that we want out of a relationship and mm. we don't know that until we have that conversation so then how do you, that's the thing, like two things like that I feel like I wish there was like a book for is like, how do you know when to walk away? Well, a couple of things. How do you know when to walk away? How do you know what to fight for? And then how do you come back together? Because when I look at these couples that have been married for 50 years, you've been married for 50 years. I'm sure you have changed at least five times, if not more in your relationship but how do you stay together and you know the hardest the biggest thing to me that people i hate when people be like oh relationships don't stay together like they used to it's like you got to think about it we're in one we're in different circumstances two men and women now can leave like women didn't used to be in a position where they could leave so they had to stay through bullcrap but you thought it was love because you see oh my grandparents are together but you didn't know their business because then they didn't have social media so they didn't put their business on front street anyways so i'm sure your granddaddy was a Rolling Stone, possibly. No offense to anybody, granddaddy. But he might have been a Rolling Stone, but your grandma held it down and didn't tell nobody. But now we have social media, and now grandmas and aunties and uncles and mamas and daddies can say what the hell is going on in their household. That's why I don't judge people like Cardi being offset. Because I'm sure there's people who have been married for 50 years and been like, I wish I could have did what Cardi did. I wish I could have woke my husband up enough to file for divorce to make him realize that I do not mind leaving everything and starting over to make him wake up. Because I don't judge Cardi B because one, marriage is a commitment between you and God. Yep. And I know that's something that she doesn't want to break one. Two, you got married for a reason because you love the person. And then three, you want to fight for your marriage no matter what goes on, no matter if they cheat. Like, you can't tell me. It's people, it's a lot of people that have been cheated on that we probably don't know about. They're still together to this day. So how can we sit here and judge Cardi B for wanting to stay with somebody who cheated on her when it's your parents could have cheated on each other and you never knew. And you never knew. But now you, you're judging a celebrity because of what happened to her and she wants to stay with her husband because that's who she has her kids with. Like, no, I'm never gonna judge her. I'm never gonna judge anybody Anybody who tells me they want to get a divorce and then two days later they say we're going to fight for it, fight for it. Because I don't I don't know what what it took for you to get to that point where you 
said I do. And that moment might still be something you want to fight for. So I'm definitely going to respect that. But if you tell me you ready to bounce, you know, we packing bags. We we going on a trip, honey. We we out the country. It's whatever you want to do. But I wish, I really do wish there was like a book that could just tell you like, okay, when they do this, then leave. Because I don't want to, <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't want to be in another situation where it's like, oh, I'm going to beat your ass. Okay, now I got to leave now. You know, I don't want to be in another situation where I'm like, damn, he was really going to fight me. And now we got to break up. Right. When I was willing to do whatever. You know, like, what right like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because even, even people be like, oh, it's signs. Like, yes, there are signs, but. You don't think about this. Because you'd be thinking about the, the shit that happened three months ago when everything was peachy cream. Right. See, these 50-year-old relationships need to tell the adult truth because... <laughs> and they're not going to. They're not, because they're not going to ruin their reputation. They're not. But that's what you need, though. You need... That's why I said in our relationship group, our relationship, sorry, post, that um, I want to make sure I have a covenant of other married couples so that way you have other opinions to talk to that are going through the same stuff. Right. Because having that group of people who understand what you're going through and it's actually going to give you sound advice because they want to see y'all be better whether that means y'all are together or apart they want to see y'all be better people mm-hmm. like i feel like that's important especially as an adult you gotta have other adult friends too yeah. i don't know how adults be friends with 18 year olds like what are y'all what are y'all talking about what are y'all doing like everywhere i go we get id honey like <laughs> Where are we going to the grocery store? <laughs> to the gym. Library. Where are we? Where am I going with an 18 year old? And you men that's out here, 25, 27 year olds, dating 18 year olds, you're disgusting. And I said what I said. And you young ladies that are dating 27 year olds, call your daddy. Please. Cause that's not okay. He does not love you at all, sweetie. I don't care what he said. I know for me, besides relationships, one of my biggest struggles as an adult is familial relationships. What does that mean? Like, with my mom and my dad. Like, me and my mom have always had a great relationship. When she get on my nerves. Oh, you're time. saying family. You said yeah. familial. Okay. So I said familiar. <laughs> I was like, no, what's a familiar familial. relationship? Huh. Oh, okay. Got you. Like me and my mom have always had a great relationship ever since I was little. It was Seriously? times where we didn't talk because she knows why. I ain't leaving with that. But Understandable. She, uh, you know, we, we've been close since mm-hmm. I was a little kid. Now, my dad on the other hand, it's been times when we didn't talk. We didn't, you know, we didn't have that where we could call each other and talk to each other about anything. Yeah. And it took me growing up and it took me saying, you know what? Hey, I can't fault him for the things that he didn't know how to do. Mm. Because I had to forgive him for me mm. and I had to forgive him for him. Mm. And the only thing that I want is him to do better with my sister and my brother, because I mean, like, like you're the fir- you're the first kid, 
you know, being the first kid, you're. you're Listen, ain't nothing kid. fair about being the first you're kid, the kid, baby. You have to figure. They have to figure it out with you. Hell no. And like, especially if they don't have that example. Of yeah. What it is to be a man. What it is to be a father. Of course, they're gonna struggle. And it took me forever to figure that out because I used to be so mad. Mm. I used to be so mad. And mm. so I got to the point where I was like, Why am I mad? Why am I angry? What is really going to change about me being angry right now? Nothing. Because mm. he don't understand why I'm angry. Mm. Like, the pain I feel and the pain he felt growing up in a similar situation, it's not the same. Mm. Like, his dad wasn't there at all. Right. Like, he was there. I feel like that's worse pain. But wasn't really, like, there like I needed him to Right. Be. I feel He's like that's worse pain, though. Yeah, like, I see you every day. We talk about the Right, time, like, I see you. And you're you... not here when I need you. Yeah, and I don't fault him for that anymore. Like I had to. That's good. That's good. Because one, it's like you know, his dad passed away this past summer, and him and I had a conversation about whether he should go see him or not. And I told him, I said, Dad, it is going to be beneficial for you to go see your dad. I said, you you don't know what state he's in right now. He, his thing was, I don't want him to talk to me about the past. I don't want him to talk to me about what he did and what my mama did. And I said, well, you, you don't know. And it's unfortunate that he didn't go and see him. Oh, he didn't choose to. But, like, I understand. Yeah. I understand why he didn't go. I understand. Right. Like, I won't fault him for nothing. Right, 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 right. And it's like, I had to take that experience in it. Like, before, like, you know, I had already said, I'm not going to even dwell on this stuff anymore. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, it was hurtful. But as an adult, it's like, okay, I get it. So where do y'all now? Where do we go? I mean, right now, like, we're good. We don't talk every day. Yeah. Um, but y'all can have a conversation. But we can have a not, conversation. It's not, like, awkward. If it's not awkward. Like, like, I know my dad, if push comes to shove, he will help me if I That's need good. help. He will be there for me if I need him to be there for me. Um... That's good. Like, I could tell him anything. I could call him right now, and anything I tell him, like, he's going to be proud. That's so, good. That's really good. It's just... That's amazing you know. to get to that point, especially yeah. when, you, when you start where you started. Because for me, like, my mom and I, our relationship was, ooh, it was up and down growing up. And then with my dad, it was like, he would work, like, at night. So he would sleep like all throughout the day. So when I would go to his house every other weekend, it was like, we never built a relationship. So it would just be me and my siblings together. So it's like, it was like kind of like, I really didn't know him like at all. Like we would talk in the car ride to either, you know, get into my house and get into his house, but we didn't really know each other. And then life happens and life trauma happens and it just push you, pushes you further and further away from that individual. And even my mom, like me and my mom, we didn't talk my junior and senior year of high school unless we like had to, unless I had to talk to her, we did not speak to each other. And like I said in the other posts, like my mom and I didn't get good until I went to college and I was like seeing other girls talk to their mom all the time. And I'm like, man, I wanna talk to my mom. And when I went to basic training, like I said, we were literally yelling at each other through letters 
And it got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm tired of arguing with her. So I was just like, you know what? Whatever I did, I apologize. Let's move forward. And her and I still butt heads because we're literally kind of like have the same temperament, but we're better now. Like I can call her for anything. With my dad, I feel like I was more hesitant to to build any kind of relationship because so much stuff happened that I felt was unacceptable. And it was a lot of judgment. And it was a lot of like, how could you allow your child to get treated this way? Especially when you wouldn't allow any of your other children to get treated this way. That probably was the biggest thing that that really hurt me to my core because it would be stuff that would happen. And I'm like, you would never allow this to happen to anybody else, but you're allowing this to happen to me as if I deserve it. And I had to do a lot of soul searching with myself and be like, you know, like you said, this is your first time being a dad. And it's certain stuff that you don't know. And I had to really talk to myself and really talk to God and be like, you know what? I'm going to let it go. Because what I don't want is that I have kids and my kids don't know my dad. Because my dad is not a bad person. My dad is probably like one of the funniest people I know. And if you if you give him a chance, I feel like he would do anything for you. And so I feel like now I'm building a relationship with him that I'm comfortable with that's giving him openness to my life so that way we can build from now because I'm honestly I'm not interested in going through past trauma in our adult relationship like I want us to be good now and I don't and I don't want to have to go back and be like you did this 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 like that's not going to make me feel any better I don't feel like crying about the stuff that I've already cried about you know what I'm saying like I want to be able to us to go through life is me being an adult and you give me the guys I need. I will say though that my mother KP struggles. <laughs> I love you, Connor, KP. KP struggles <laughs> with having an KP adult the daughter. Ice queen. <laughs> yes, she struggles with having an adult daughter, and that's something that we are getting through together because my mom, um, she doesn't have an adult relationship with her mom. Like they're getting, they're good, they're getting good now. Like they're not bad, but they're getting to be able to where they can joke around each other, you know, have fun with each other without just being mother-daughter talk. And so with me and my mom, I'm having to tell her like, hey, I can tell you no, and I'm not disrespecting you because I'm not a child. I'm your child, but I'm not a child. I'm your adult child now, I'm your adult daughter. And you gotta be able to transition with me. So now my mother and I are going through this transition of having an adult daughter, so that way you know you can ask me to do something if i if i say i can't do it i can't do it and if i say no it's no i still love you i absolutely respect you with everything that's in me like i would never disrespect you and it's hard for her because <clears throat> kp is a control freak <laughs> but we're working on it together and sometimes like i said sometimes me and kp got to break up and then we get back together because i need her to know that no means no yes means yes and I love you no matter what, but I'm an adult daughter now. And I think a lot of black girls go through that adult daughter situation because our mamas be wanted to control everything. And it's like, sweetie, I got to fall right now. Or I got, I playing this already. I'm sorry. I can't stop everything because you want me to come over and pet your chickens. And yes, my mom does have a chicken coop with three baby chickens inside of it. <laughs> I'm not over exaggerating. 
Go to my Instagram if you want to see pictures. <laughs> but all in all, being an adult is the most ratchetest, litest experience I've ever had. And we lit and the bills is paid. And I like going out and being able to show my ID and be like, yes, I'm over 21. You better let me in this club. Because I'm trying to drink. Because I'm trying to get lit. <laughs> but not with coronavirus. We're not going to no club during coronavirus. But... I like being an adult. I like being able to come home at three o'clock and I don't got to check with nobody. But then I come home at three o'clock and I'm like, sis, you're a whole adult. You got shit to do at eight o'clock. So that's five hours of sleep, but you got to take a shower. So that's four hours of sleep. Like, what are you doing? He like, do you even love yourself? All I need is a chef. If I could have a personal chef and a um, housekeeper, really I just need, I need a, I need a house manager. But that means I need to make a couple million. So, Lederick, how are we going to make our millions? Because, listen. You know how we going to make our millions. And y'all better shop with us. Plans coming soon. Make sure y'all follow us on Instagram at Sincerely Lee and Ray. Like, why don't y'all follow us on Instagram? Thank you. Share us, subscribe. I hope you enjoyed us talking about being an adult and it's hard out here for a pound. (laughs) We did not plan that. We just best friends. That's just what happened. But you know, all us adults out here, y'all keep thugging it out. You living with your mama, living on your own, you living in a box, you living in a dorm. Listen, you might be in a box, Amazon prom, but keep thugging it out. Make sure y'all check out Black Girl Magic, the wine by the McBride sisters. And make sure y'all subscribe with us next Wednesday at 7 o'clock. We'll be here. Y'all keep thugging it out and paying your bills on time. Or Listen, don't have no bad credit. Bad credit (laughs) is not cute, sis. Period. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.